Good evening. John Weininger here. September 13, 2017. It's day seven of the 2017 Anchor Challenge, where every day I will create a mini audio clip slash mini podcast on Anchor. Every day from now until December 31st, 2017, next 120 days. All right, it's happening. This is much harder than I thought. Today, it's almost 9 p.m. on a Wednesday. I worked all day, and this is the last thing I want to do. However, a few really interesting and inspiring things happened today, so I'll tell you about it quickly. Let's talk about mentors. Here's the deal. Don't listen to Ty Lopez about anything. If you've accidentally stumbled across his content, I'm glad he's successful. I'm glad he talks about mentors, but he talks about it in a way that makes it sound so stupid that I would never want to do it. So let's just get that out of the way, and let me tell you why mentors are extremely valuable. I'm not going to necessarily tell you how to find mentors. I can talk about that some other time, or you can just figure it out. It's not that hard. But let's talk about my experiences today. <clears throat> so this morning, I got to I met someone new who a friend put me in touch with. He has has had an extremely interesting career so far. Has had a lot of accomplishments that I'd love to have in the future. He's a few you know roles above me in a corporate office, so I'd have to probably get promoted twice. Maybe take take me five or six years of being incremental like exponentially more effective, you know, at the work tasks I'm doing and at my ability to influence, tell stories, you know, manage up, you know, manage expectations, lead the team. The, the guy's just good at stuff. And it's, it's you can tell lots of little competence triggers that Ramit said he talks about that show that, he, you know, he's highly effective in his work. All right, so talking to him, my big takeaway was... He did more listening than talking, and this might be a little bit cliche, but people who are really successful are not rarely try to impress you, but they do listen carefully. And I really enjoyed that. You know, I shared a few specific career goals. I mentioned some of the things I've had success with, where I've worked in the past, where I want to go going forward. And I also focused on some of the challenges around what I would consider corporate politics that I want to get better at, but really not corporate politics, just the ability to sell and present an idea. If you see an opportunity for what the future should look like, your ability to influence and persuade, watch, observe, and listen, that's going to determine whether your idea happens or not. If the idea is good enough, you got to be good enough at presenting and selling it. So that's what my big takeaway was this morning from meeting with, uh, you know, someone who's a director in analytics in a, you know, at a big company who's, um, you know, gonna, has done some cool projects in the past and will continue to do, do them in the future, I'm sure. Then, this evening, I just left dinner with an old friend, someone who was, um, really extremely important in me launching the more the more impressive part of my professional career. Now it might not be impressive compared to what other people have done, but for me, it's the, you know, it's the farthest along I've come so far. Hopefully I continue to progress. But my friend taught me really how to think like a programmer, think like a, an, you know, an IT developer. I learned SQL Server integration services. If you're listening to this and you don't understand any of this, that's fine, but I just I learned fancy tools to move data around, to be able to get data from a database, to be able to interpret it, to understand where the the processing has happened, what different SQL functions exist, how how data interacts and goes across different systems, um, how to automate, how to use uh, SQL agent to, you know, to schedule tasks, tasks called packages. Packages have different little functions you can use in them. So all of that that can just sound like jargon if you're not in that world, but my uh, a good friend who knew a lot about that you know, got me started. I, you know, and his he was generous and willing to share some of his tips. He could tell, I, I think he could tell, 
that I listened carefully, tried to apply what he was saying, and respected the crap out of both his skill and his kindness in sharing his expertise. So, main takeaways, and I got the last, you know, 45 seconds here. The biggest takeaways I want you to get is when, if you do find a mentor who's valuable, appreciate the crap out of anything that they're they're giving you, and some of the specific ways to appreciate them, and I can talk about that some other time, but as long as they know that you value what they're doing and you have a ton of respect for them, they got to enjoy that, right? Think of the people who you've been able to serve by, you know, with some unique information that, you know, they valued. Of course, you, you like that. In the same way that people have, you know, developed and invested in you, you like to do that for other people. So just remember that when you're getting mentored, really your effectiveness and your ability to listen to them reflects well on them as a mentor. Something very, very strange keeps happening to me especially the last few weeks since I started my 2017 Anchor Challenge on September 7th, where for every every day from now until December 31st, I'm going to create a podcast or a mini audio clip here on Anchor. Almost to the day when I started that, <clears throat> when I started this challenge, the things I focus on, the things I notice have changed when I'm talking to other people, at lunch at work, walking around the office. It's really weird, but I'm starting to notice that a lot of people want to have a, start a side hustle. A lot of people have a couple ideas about what they might be good at. They see an opportunity in a particular marketplace, an existing, an existing niche. They might have an idea of something new that doesn't exist yet, or combining a few things that currently exist that haven't been combined yet. But the bottom line is they have ideas, and they're usually ideas that I find interesting, and they're always ideas where I could see how someone would find it interesting. They're not bad ideas. But you know what's, like, really disturbing? I know how few of these people are actually going to ever try their particular idea, and I don't know how to feel about that. It's, a, it's very strange. Like, I want them to start. I want them to try I want me to try it, right? That's what I'm doing here. It's the, you know, it's been seven days. Am I going to make it to December 31st? Who knows? But I hope so. But, you know, I want them to try. But I don't know if they're going to. And you know what? I don't know if I'm going to be good enough to help them try. But I'm going to try anyway. And you know what? They might never listen to this. They might not ever see much value from this. But if I make it to December 31st, and I've done this for 120 days in a row, I'm going to be better at it than I am today. And you know what? If every day I commit three to five minutes to having a, a more of an entrepreneurial thought, I bet it's going to make me better in my corporate job. I bet it's going to help me come up with what other, what, you know, with a particular side hustle that might work for me. Maybe there's some way to combine them. I'm going to start, just by chance, stumbling across more people who are more entrepreneurial I might find something really interesting to do. And a big part of what I'm doing here every day is just overcoming the fear of this of it not working. I talked about that a few days ago. My fear of never trying is so much greater than my fear of failing that I have to start. And, you know, I'm sure other people have presented 
you know, that way of thinking. I hope they have. I hope it's getting in front of a lot of people, and I hope it's helping. But this is really starting to make a difference for me. I mean, what could be worse two years from now, looking back and thinking, I almost started a podcast <laughs> just to realize that you didn't, and you're still not super pleased with your job. You're still not super pleased with whatever else is going on. Because you know you should have started. Well, maybe you need a picture of what it really looks like and feels like in two years to look back, knowing that you didn't start when you could have. Like, feel that. Just sit in that garbage. And maybe if you feel it enough, fear of that will outweigh fear of failure, and you'll start. It's working for me. <laughs> like, it's really happening. And it's having, you know, nice unintended consequences in other areas. But my, um, I like my corporate job. I like some of the challenges of it. I'm approaching it with more enthusiasm and more entrepreneurial spirit than I was a week ago before I started this challenge. So, my 2017 Anchor Challenge seems to be helping. It's going to be... Um, it's going to be really fun, I don't know, mid-November, go back and listen to these first few, if I can figure out how to save them properly. So make, if I don't save them as anchor episodes, I, don't, I think they just disappear. So i got to be careful to actually save them. But anyway, looking forward to listening to this in two and a half months when I've done this another 70 70-